everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, The Struggling Hunters. This would be episode 83. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And if, you know, by tuning in, you have automatically joined yourself to the Struggling Hunters team. And, uh, and we appreciate that. And hopefully you do too. And we appreciate all the, the uh, comments that we've been getting on our, on our, our videos. And we appreciate the, the views that we have. And if you haven't, go give us a like or a, and a subscribe. Or hopefully you give us some time to, uh, to earn your subscription and continue your, uh, your, t- your time on our team. We, we, you know, it's a fun place to be. Uh, and kind of with that, you know, we got some fun stuff to talk about today, uh, <laughs> which, you know, we, we were hoping would happen. And so the way that the rest of the, the episode is going to go is I'm going to allow Eric to talk again. And, uh, (laughs) but we're going to talk about, we've been, if you haven't been listening, uh, last week we talked about, we were going to, uh, talk, talk about hunting land, getting land owners permission to hunt private property. What kind of like to hunt private versus public, but that's going on to another episode. So because we got some success to talk about, I'll go ahead and <laughs> and, uh, and and drop the ball, I guess, and let you know. But we also been talking about Fred Bear's Ten Commandments, so we're going to start off by uh, discussing the Fred Bear's Number Nine Commandment, and then we'll get into, I guess, mine and Eric's uh, weekend this past weekend in. It's it's going to be a fun, I think a fun little podcast. Oh yeah, I'm excited to get into it for sure. Because we kind of we kind of span I think all the emotions and kind of all the stories, like everything we've almost talked about all year is going to happen in two days. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. So, uh, with that, uh, we'll go ahead and get into Fred, Fred Bear's number nine. Um, I, I guess we didn't really discuss who was going to read tonight the the uh, number nine commandment there. Well, I got it right here so I can read okay. it off real quick. Uh, number nine, Fred Bear's hunt commandments. Number nine is hunt where the deer actually are, not where you would imagine them to be. Um, the one thing with this is, is uh, I like to throw in a – Deer and elk, really, or or hunting of all styles. I mean, correct. So you know, Fred Bear. I mean, a lot of this is is programmed toward deer, but it's relatable to elk too, I think. But uh, anyways, with that said, yeah, uh, let me just read it over again since I messed it up. Hunt where the deer and or elk actually are, not where you'd imagine them to be. Joe, we've probably been guilty of that a few times, huh? Yeah, I I don't know how many times I you know go out there and be like, hey, this is awesome. If I was a deer or an elk, this is exactly where I'd be. Yep, but they're not there. They never are. They never yeah. are. They never pop out where you think they will. <laughs> nope, they don't. <laughs> Unless you get good enough and finally understand where they. I guess you stop imagining where they where, where they will be and start knowing where where they will be. Oh, exactly. 
Exactly. And, yeah, not letting stuff like that get in your head, too, because I think that plays a factor, too, just just right. the frustration of it all whenever you're not getting success and you feel like they should be there. But, you know, I feel like we've also talked about that before. Matter of fact, um, I feel like there was another commandment that almost kind of goes with that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm not. Hmm. Maybe it's just something that we've talked about. I think it's something more that what we've talked about is, is uh, if you're not seeing sign, just you know, yeah, give it give it the old college try and then get out of there. If you're not seeing sign, then they're probably not there, and so you know why why are you hunting there? Right, and, correct. And, uh, um, I think you know because because I think you can get caught up in feeling like they should be in this particular spot and then. But you're not seeing the sign. You're not seeing any anything that would remotely let you know that they're hanging out in there, and and uh, and then you know you you uh, you still stick around because you feel like they should be there. But I feel like that's a good good time to to jet out is when you're just not seeing the sign, or you know you go where they and, and you know I've been there. I've been there in the like in that that transition of like okay i feel like they should be here they're obviously not here but where do i go right <laughs> you know and right. and, and that, that could be frustrating but sometimes just just plugging along i think uh, another another tip though is is just don't quit just don't quit hunting um you know i me i think we all kind of did a saturday we we didn't really take much of a break from hunting. I mean, even even if we took it a little easier or whatnot, we weren't we didn't really take a break though. We kept no. plugging away all day. Um, yeah. I mean, some of that might have been because we didn't have a camp to go back to. But uh, I took note of that on Sunday whenever I was by myself. The midday uh, seemed like everybody disappeared. You know, after about eleven, twelve o'clock most everybody disappeared i mean there was just nobody around and uh, i was still plugging away man i was still like well you know i gotta find something so i i kept i kept working at it and and i think i think uh i think it helps i think it helps find success right and i think that's probably you probably need to put kind of like along with your what you're saying there you know hunt where the deer the deer actually are not where you imagine them to be and keep pushing or yeah. like, you know, cause like you said, you know, you imagine them where they're going to be. And then if they're not there, then you kind of go, Oh, great. You know, like now what? Cause my great imagination says this is where they are. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know what to do. So then it drops into like what you said, okay. Like, uh, what's your next step? What's your what's the next imagination? Maybe or you know, <laughs> if they're not there, what's the opposite of that? Maybe I don't know. That it's but just keep keep pushing, keep keep going. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, with that said, I I 
I, I, I don't want to leave people hanging too long, right, to right. the end or whatever. So I kind of want to, kind of want to break this out. So, um, so Joe and I, uh, we are. I, I had a doe tag for Colorado, um, and it was this last weekend. November thirteenth was the opener. You guys are going to be hearing this next week, whatever day that is. Um, so to kind of catch you up fully. Joe came down to hunt with me on Saturday um, to let the cat out of the bag. Uh, we got a full full podcast of story and everything, but to let the cat out of the bag, I finally, after a year and a half, almost two years of doing this podcast, uh, finally found some success, got my dough, and now I'm probably in the running to be one of the best hunters to ever live. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's you know just, it all now. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know it you, all you now. The tag. <laughs> no, I, I'm totally kidding. I, I, I just was trying to be funny. So don't, don't beat me up too hard if you're listening. But, um, I, but I am really excited though. I am really excited that I that I was successful. Um, with that said, though, I want to kind of back up. There's really no good way of telling it, but I didn't want to ha- have everybody hang on till the very end of the podcast. Right. So now I want to kind of back up to us. Um, well, I kind of want to hear your perspective of how the morning started and kind of where you want to start the morning, I guess. Um, but back up to Saturday and then go from there and then we'll kind of bounce off of each other, I guess. Yeah. So like, I've never, I've never seen this country that we've hunted. Right. So this is the first time that I've been into this unit, been on any of these roads and I really didn't have anything to compare it to or really know what we're getting into. Uh, and so, you know, we get, we get, we get going down and we'll, we'll admit that, we probably, you know, we, the, if you've been following along with this since we've been talking, we've, we've, since we've been doing the podcast, we always talked about like boots on the ground that, you know, we're out of the truck. We're, um, you know, not, not scared of, uh, of putting miles into the woods. Well, I don't, I guess it's more, more of the fact that we're trying to find a place to hunt that we end up doing more of a road uh, hunt type style. And it's not, it's not like we were driving roads and strictly looking for deer. Well, we were looking for deer, an <laughs> opportunity. We were going to get where we needed to, to make this opportunity happen. And so we both, Eric had a, had a bunch of different places that he wanted to hit up and, Beans that you know, like we didn't get to be able to spend any time in there to previously like fully scout an area to say, no, this is where we need to be. We kind of took Saturday as our scout day, more or less, and that's kind of how I see it, saw it going or seen it going or how it happened. And uh, you know, so every time we kind of came up to a draw, we'd we'd look and uh, try to try to see something glassed up a handful of uh, rock deer and some stump deer um so we, we weren't we weren't 
letting opportunities pass. If there's an opportunity, we were going to find it and make it happen. <laughs> um, and God, so it's, it was kind of, yeah. So like I said, we get going. It's kind of funny, like how I think back on it and I can't <laughs> like, things just things just just go along so the morning went went got going and we didn't the two deer now see now my my story's getting mixed up the two deer that we saw on the road that was in the afternoon right after yeah that was later in the afternoon so um well so I'll we, take, yeah so in the morning time when we went down to where uh I'll, I'll, to kind of catch Carter, up found the yeah um <laughs> you glass okay i'll just go and then i'll let you that's go right that's more. right i don't know why you i'm glass, getting my story yeah so, yeah you glass those two the, or you saw a couple you glassed a couple deer yeah so we we took off and we tried to f- figure out exactly where you found them we didn't quite figure it out but others i'll let you kind of go from yeah there. so so eric you know he's like oh i've been told there's some some deer in this area so we can't do the whole road hunter thing and not knowing where to go we were kind of just kind of scrambling and just shooting in the dark and just trying to hopefully something ha- make something happen if we had an opportunity like I, I guess i keep repeating myself sorry about that so we go down one road and they didn't really see anything we didn't really know what to expect so we backed up went down another road and eric's like i you know like i kind of like this area here I pull out my binoculars and I just, I, I start glassing just far out from us, like every little meadow that I could see. And I just happened to catch, I believe there are two deer. One of them was a bigger, I couldn't tell if it was a buck or not, but it was a bigger bodied than the other one that I saw. So I was like, well, I feel like there's at least one doe, if not both does. And there, the way that we could figure to access it was, back down the road that we turned around and came out from, but it was so far away from us that like by the time we got around, it was hard to tell where this clearing was. And so, but we're like, well, let's just, I guess, continue on down the road. And uh, <laughs> we get going down the road and all of a sudden Eric puts the brakes on and he's like, did you see that? <laughs> see what? <laughs> he's like, there's a doe right there on the side of the road. Like, no, I didn't see that. And so I'm trying to, you know, figure out, you know, not figure, just comprehend. And Eric just jumps into into hunting mode. And so him and we had Carter with us, Eric's Eric's boy, and um, him and Carter hop out of the truck. And I kind of, I took the truck and drove down and rode a little bit. And we kind of used it as a decoy, I guess, more or less, just to kind of assimilate that the truck kept going and, the deer would maybe think that no one got out and maybe put them at ease. And so Eric took off him and Carter and I drove down the road. And as I'm going down the road, the dirt is soft enough that there's tracks that, you know, it wasn't just like a single set of tracks, but it looked like, you know, some, some tracks were like, Oh man, they're in here somewhere. And so I turn around and go back up and kind of parked where I could, kind of I got in the back of the truck and glassed out 
and I could see a little bit some clearings. So I was like, I'm just gonna stand in the back of the truck and wait till Eric gets back or something. And so he ended up he tried calling me. My phone was turned off. My silent, you know, was on silent mode and in the truck. But he, him, and Carter come back down the road, and I guess you, you guys did, you did see something at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were in the thick cedar at this point, and uh, and uh, I heard Joe kind of driving past again, and about that time, I don't know if that that deer simultaneously because i don't know if it was a buck or a doe i didn't see its head i just saw its body uh simultaneously uh as we were kind of walking through the woods and you were driving by uh it that that deer jumped and started moving through the cedar and i i didn't have enough time to pull up and yeah it was it was thick stuff yeah it was yeah and I was going to say, it just, I don't like just to, you know, it wasn't like you could really glass through it and see in front of you a ways. It was, you were only, only really able to see within 10, 15 yards in front of you. Right. Right. And so whenever I saw that though, uh, Carter, Carter saw it too. And, uh, we both saw it and, and I said, all right, let's go, you know? And, and so my, my plan was what I was going to do is I was, I was trying to um, hope that it would either tr- it would try to circle back in some way, or shape, or form, or um, or kind of like run up a little ways and then do the do the classic broadside look back and go, "What the heck was that?" Yeah, so I said, "Let's go, Carter," and and so we hustled over there and and you could see where it was where the the ground was soft enough you could see the fresh tracks of where it was running. So I followed those tracks all the way down, and then, um, and then uh, we uh, we got to the end of it, and um, there's kind of two parts here. Uh, Carter Carter's like, Dad, Dad, there's a set of horns, you know, and <laughs> and I, I saw him too, and I was actually getting ready to tap him, and I was like, Hey, go ahead and pick those up, and he, and. Uh, I think he might have saw him first, but either way, he was like, "Oh, I, no, I see him or whatever." And he goes picks up a little. I think it was like a four point, yeah, but decent point. size though. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. And uh, so he found his antler, and he oh, that made him all stoked and everything. Yeah. But uh, right in that same spot, lost the tracks. I couldn't tell which where the, I couldn't see tracks anymore. Hmm. So I didn't know where the deer went. So. Um, you know, this is all why you're probably glassing and doing your thing in the back of the truck. And, um, so I said, well, let's just go ahead and loop back around and catch up with Joe. And, uh, what I was going to do is have you drive down and then I was going to, um, go on that road, but you never picked up your phone. So, so I just hiked back to you and, um, and so we hiked back. Sorry. I didn't have my phone on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, we were, sorry, I was looking for deer. I, I get it. Hey, it's not too often though that we we hunt together and we have service though. That was kind of sure. that was a little different, you know, cuz yeah. at first I'm like I'm like, "Oh, I wish I wish Joe would like come down here and meet us." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, I can just call him." Like, it, you know, I, I actually, yeah. you know, had that thought for a second. So anyway, um yeah, I got back to the truck and then uh and then Joe Joe, you know, that's whenever Joe was like, "Well, I think it clears up down here." And I've never been in this this particular area, so I didn't really 
I it was all new to me. And so I was like, well, let's let's tromp through the the woods here and see what we can come up with. And uh, so we were tromping through, and and uh, I think it was only one. I'd seen another deer though, kind of kind of just flash through the woods there, and you know saw it take off pretty much. And that was that was the last I saw it. Um, and then we went down into the clearing, waited around for a while, and tried to figure out a game plan. Um, and then at that point we we decided we just decided to go kind of go back to the truck and come up with a new game plan um by the time all this happened it was what i mean it was kind of getting around noon or something or yeah. a little before and so we we got back to the truck and then at that point we started cruising around oh and then um and then we saw a we yeah we started cruising around again trying to find find some activity and right on the main road there was a couple does that well it looked like a yearling and a doe to me anyway uh jump right across the road right in front of us Uh, well right there we were actually following another hunter and jumped across the road in front of them and we debated and we cussed and discussed about it and you know if jump out and get that you know see if we can make a play on that doe or not and uh and then ultimately we decided not to just because i had a yearling with it and i was like well if i had a choice i'd rather kind of try to find a dry old doe right and uh so we we moved on later on i kind of was regretting that decision i you know i was kind of i was like ah you know they got to break that bond some point <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> kind of cold but I was getting desperate, but, uh, so the rest of the day, yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really, uh, what, not a whole lot of activity. Oh, but I will say going back to where we did get that activity, uh, speaking of number nine, uh, hunt where you think or where they are and not where you think they are. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the amount of sign kind of just everything that we talked about, about that, the amount of sign we were seeing, we're like, oh, they're definitely in here. I mean, they're in here. They're thick in here. We we yeah. knew they were thick in there. We just couldn't find, or, you know, we just weren't seeing them when, while we were there. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, the rest of the day, we, we went to a couple other spots and I was, so I know the area fairly good. I happened to work in the area. And so I was, I mean, I guess not that good though. Cause there were still areas that I'd never been to, but anyway, um, I was like, I was just trying to go to all the spots where I've seen deer before and, and, uh, just nothing was popping up every time. I think they were all bedded at that, you know, cause right. it was midday. They're all bedded. And, uh, so we go to where I wanted to hunt in the afternoon and we go down. I'll let you talk about um about the the two deer that on the road were you know the yeah. the highlight but i will say on our way over there oh there was another spot that we stopped in glass for a while too and just nothing was really popping out nothing yeah and i really wanted to get over to this other area that i was really wanting to this is where i really wanted to finish my afternoon hunt now i i wish i wouldn't have wanted to finish it up over there so much because it really turned up to be not much but um 
But anyways, so we're driving down and I spot a I spot a deer up on the side hill and and at first I thought it was a doe. So I'm scrambling. I'm like, I'm I'm going to take a shot. I don't care. And uh and Joe's like, "Hold on, hold on. I think that's a buck." And uh and and so he's trying to figure it out. You know, he's glassing it and I think you were. Yeah. Um and I'm kind of getting my gun together and that 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 deer was just standing there and <laughs> And about the time that you confirmed that it was definitely a small buck, um, I, he turned his head just right, and I saw I saw a little bit of antler on him. So I was like, "Yeah, you're right." So uh, so you know, kind of settled down and took off and kicking myself, you know, kind of like, "Ah, oh, man, what what?" You know, the hardest thing is is I had Carter and Joe with me. We were all hunting together. I really wanted to get some success with these guys with me. I mean that's that's personally how I felt. So I was I was really beating myself up, but uh that nothing was happening yet. And just like everything, you know, like I kind of was like, ah, it's a doe hunt, you know, it should be pretty easy. You know, should just roll up and they'll all be coming out to greet my right. 6. <laughs> but it just didn't work out that way and then I, you know, kind of got humbled and realized I'm like, ah, this this is gonna take a little more work than I was giving it credit for, even though, even though I know that, I had to be reminded of it still, and uh, and so, anyways, we got going down the road. I'll kind of let you take over on this part. Yeah, so we we get back to asphalt, and uh, going from the one spot, and we're you know we're we, we're losing losing light at this point, and and we know we're like, well, we probably have one maybe enough time in the day for to go find one more spot to set and watch the remainder of the evening. And, uh, so Eric's like, oh, I got another spot I want to go to. Oh, okay, cool. So we, I guess so we're back on asphalt. We're going down the road and we're going to hit the straight stretch and it kind of goes, rises uphill a little bit. And, and you look up there a little ways and there's this white tundra truck parked over on the side of the road. And these two guys with, with orange shirts on are like standing on either side. And as we get closer, one guy grabs a rifle. I'm like, oh, they're getting ready. They weren't parked like they're going to leave the truck. Like it was just literally. They're parked the, in the middle of the road, really. Yeah, like, yeah. I think they had like one tire off on the on the on the side of the road, and the rest Correct. of the truck was like on the road. It was, yeah, they were kind of parked like a couple of a holes, but that's either <laughs> so here or there. So you knew they weren't leaving the truck. So we go, oh, there must be something right there. And we looked on the other We happened to catch movement on the other side of the road up this little embankment. And sure enough, there's a a buck and a doe. And we all kind of get excited. And I think Carter probably got the most excited out of us because like there's this doe right on the side of the road. And, you know, I was like, that's what we're, that's what we spent the whole day to give us is this opportunity to get this to get a doe and this and this so we look over and yeah they're bucking a doe and the buck is like a great buck like you know i, I was telling eric i was like you know if it was if, if you were going after a the 30 inch mule deer buck this wasn't it but if you were wanting a mainframe four by four with some kickers on it this was the buck you'd want. Like it was pretty much, you know, it wasn't probably the ultimate dream buck, but like you would be probably really 
considering pulling the trigger. At least I would be. Uh, I didn't see any reason not to. It, it was an exciting buck for sure. And yeah, yeah. Uh, keep going though. I, I so, know. So we go and you know, like Carter, he's, he's calling it out. Like it is dad. There's a, or, you know, like guys, there's this doe. Let's shoot the doe. And, you know, I, I was like, no, we kind of got to res- be respectful to these guys because they're the ones that came up on it first. And they had, apparently were putting a play on it. At least that's what it looked like. And so we we go up past, just barely past them. And there's the road that Eric was looking for to, to do our evening hunt on. And so Eric pulls over and he's like, well, I'm going to, hopefully we can do a double bagger here. And these guys can get their, their, uh, their buck and we'll get we'll take the doe and uh and so eric kind of goes and goes to get set up and me and carter stay in the truck to kind of you know eliminate the uh amount of people out in the woods and i don't know how long we were there it was a it was a little bit yeah i was gonna say i was like well i felt like it was over 20 minutes at least 20 minutes because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it was any shorter than that. But, like, I just remember thinking, like, man, these guys, this buck's right there, and these guys haven't shot. Like, yeah. and the buck was chasing the doe, so it's the it was rutting. It, 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 it was trying to uh, to rut, to, yeah, to, to, to spread do his thing. Seed. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. All he was looking at was the 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 back end of that doe, and that's the yeah. only thing he was focused on. And for some reason, that doe would, was just hanging out right there. I don't know, like I don't know why the doe didn't take off sooner. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird because like that truck was literally parked pretty much straight across on the other side of the road from where these deer were. Yeah. It wasn't like they were a ways away from it, like. It was truck road deer pretty much like and but like so some time passes and i'm and i'm looking you know across and and uh and the way they were so we we probably could have set up better but the doe was looking like it was getting ready to cross the road so eric went on the other side that thinking that you know the doe was going to hop across well it, it never did and I and I'm looking back on the side of the the deer are on, and all of a sudden I see this old man, <laughs> and climb up this little embankment, and he I think you know he didn't know exactly where the buck was, but I, he came out up like right on top of him, and it's kind of funny because I remember looking and seeing, and being like the buck's right there why is why can't he see him, but like the deer ended up running before he could get a shot off and it was at first it was like like i said it was just one of those like there it is shoot it (laughs) but he didn't know exactly where it was and uh this 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 older gentleman was not one of the two guys that was sitting in that tundra truck when we first rolled up on it and so he he ended up firing taking a shot we don't know if he ended up getting it but that when he shot, you know, there was another road on the other side. The tundra went speeding past where we were, and right behind that tundra, there was a blue Dodge. So they evidently they were waiting for this old man to get there to to shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, running together. So, so right about there, like Joe kind of explained it. So, 
uh, we went ahead and passed the buck, right? And we, we were all like, oh, yeah, that's a nice buck. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that doe. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is perfect, you know. Um, and so I get up to that road and I pull over and stop. And I said, I said, I'm going after that doe. I, I said, Here, here's what I think is going to happen. Not knowing that they were calling their, their old man or whoever, I mean, whoever that other truck was. They must have called the their old man and said, "Hey, there's a nice buck, you know, opportunity of a lifetime. Come shoot, shoot it." So that blue truck, like like Joe said, come down and and uh, you know the old man chased it. But from my perspective, the people in the white truck were gonna shoot that buck. Right. So I was like, I was like, okay, this kind of makes in my head. This is what I was thinking at first. It looked like they were going to cross the road anyway. Where they were, where the white truck, where the guys with the white truck were set up, they were going to take a shot at that buck, but the buck was going to go down behind the doe, making that doe more than likely run across the road in, into the brush, and hopefully I would have a shot at that doe. That's kind of what my thinking was. Now, whenever I got up to the top road, I couldn't see the I couldn't see the activity. I couldn't see the the buck or the doe, where or at least where I set up at. But there was kind of a part of me that I was like, I I started to set up, and then and then well, here's what I. As we were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm like, what what are they are they going to take pictures of this thing or what what are they what are they waiting on you know I couldn't figure it out. I started getting a little nervous because I'm like, well, now at this point, I don't know where that buck is. I don't know what kind of play they're putting on it. I don't know if that buck, you know, so so for all I know is they let that buck cross the road and they're going to shoot it on their side, on the side that I was at. But now not only are you guys in the firing lane, maybe, but now I'm in the firing lane, too. And um, so I was kind of like, I was like, man my little plan is falling apart pretty quick, you know? So I kind of got nervous about it. And, um, my, my initial plan, whenever I walked back to the truck was, I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. Cause I'm feeling like it's a little unsafe. But then I saw that about the time that I was walking to the truck, I saw that old man running up behind it. And then, you know, you kind of explained that you saw, you saw the buck and everything. So I was like, Oh, okay, well we're not in the firing lane anymore, but I was kind of getting nervous. Cause I'm like, I'm like, man, this is a really great plan, but it's starting to fall apart. Right. <laughs> and so, so anyways, yeah. So, uh, then like, like Joe explained, I just kind of wanted to clarify my, my, my point of view of everything where, what, what I was thinking. But then like Joe said, you know, that guy shot and, and at that point I was like, well, we could either stick around and wait and watch them get the buck of the lifetime and watch them all give each other high fives and stuff or or I could go get a doe. So I was like, I'm, I'm trying to get an animal tonight. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go hunting. So I don't, you know, a part of me wishes, I guess, knowing what we know now, a part of me wishes that we would have just taken our time and maybe, you know, seen if they got it and said, Oh, that's awesome. You know, and maybe have a little conversation with them and see what it looked like up close, you know, as far as right. If it was, uh, if it was, uh, you know how big how how big it was exactly and everything and and stuff i mean a part of me wishes now that we would have done that but like i said at the time i was just like i gotta go get my animal like right for sure i don't have time to 
patty cake around. So, um, so yeah, so we took off after that and, um, for all I know, they got it. I don't know for sure, but, um, yeah, we took off and then, uh, tried to find a spot. It was a little tougher. So it was a little tougher to find a spot than I thought it would be mostly due to the fact that, uh, there was, there was people that, um, that were, were, uh, that there was people everywhere. And, and so I was like, well, this is a lot more, I mean, uh, this one area that I really thought would have been cleared of, uh, there was campers, uh, (laughs) on a, on a pad and, uh, oil field pad. And I was actually going to hunt off of that pad. And, uh, so I was like, well, (laughs) my plan is kind of going to, going to hell here so and then there was campers everywhere around where everywhere i wanted to hunt anyways we landed up on this little clearing oh yeah that's another yeah that's a whole nother side so here it is it's we're like 30 minutes away from dark maybe 45 minutes at the most and we find this clearing we cross the clearing we're like all right let's just wait till dark and see what comes out of the brush and uh we get over across to where we want to sit down at. We're waiting and waiting and waiting. All of a sudden we hear a boom. And, uh, and I'm like, man, that was pretty close. You know? Yeah. Joe's like, yeah, that was really close. Wasn't it? I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it sounded like it was just right over the hill. And, and, uh, so Joe got up and, uh, I'm kind of rushing a little bit, I guess, but Joe got up and went and investigating. He's like, he's like, yeah, they, they shot a deer just literally right over the hill. Yeah. And uh, we're probably on the same hill we were on the other side of. Or no, it was. Yeah, we were we were on both on the same hill. We were just on one side and they were on the other. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, so Joe. Uh, so Joe comes back and tells me all that, that they're just like basically right on the other side. And he's like, he's like, dude, I, I think we. uh we might have we might have gave him that doe like we might have jumped that doe and ha- had her jump over the other side or something to give give them a clear shot. Yeah. And so I was like, man. And then <laughs> Joe, so Joe says that, and it it gets uh, it gets past shooting shooting light, and uh, Joe's like, well, do you want to climb over and? see if they need help. And I looked at him and I was like, I feel like we helped him enough tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we just took off. But, um, yeah, so that was our hunt. And then, uh, old Carter, he was, he was a kick in the pants. So, so, so th- throughout the, or go ahead, Joe. So like, you know, it's one of those things we spent the day and we never gave up, but you know, like we, we pushed hard, you know, you know, like what did we, we probably could have hunted maybe a little smarter somewhere, but being that we, it was more of a scouting day, we saw it, we could have had some success at some points if things would have went more our way. Yeah. So me and Eric are, you know, like we're going down trying to discuss the day and, you know, always that like, well, if things would have been a little different, we could have probably seen success, which is easy to do on the end of the day. And, you know, we're kind of maybe being, we are being a little hard on ourselves and talking about, you know, what, what didn't happen and what could have happened and, you know, pushing maybe like we didn't see a deer, 
like I, but you know, we more than likely could have pushed that that deer that doe over for those guys to shoot. But we didn't see anything. But you know how deer are; they kind of sense there's something going around, and they'll they'll move away from it. So yeah, we're you know feeling a little a little down about our day, but <laughs> I guess it was not bad of a day for everybody in the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carter Carter pipes up about that time, and he's like, "Well, guys, it's a pretty great day for me, though." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found I found this antler. What else did he have? He had all. He had, he had a, handful had of a stuff. shell, like some, you know, yeah, some yeah. little rifle shell, the uh, the little like crystal looking rock type thing he yeah, found that's, somewhere. That's and, yeah, yeah, that kid is. He's a bit of a collector slash hoarder, and he <laughs> he gets attached to the silliest stuff sometimes. And but yeah, so he was, he every time me and Joe were like, oh man, you know. We, Maybe we should have done this or whatever the case was. Carter pipe up. Well, guys, I had a great day though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kept kept kind of rubbing that one in. <laughs> I was about to make him walk home. <laughs> but it's kind of funny though, like how you know, like we're really stressing, trying to be successful, and you had Carter who more or less was. I mean, he was when we saw that buck and that doe. You know, he was excited. You know, I he was he he was really letting it show how excited that he was that we, you you were going after that doe. I had to, you know tell him, hey Carter, we're hunting here. You gotta be a little quiet. You gotta be a little <laughs> quiet. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but um, but just the fact that you know he probably didn't feel that stress as we did. Yeah. And but yet he's he had a great day. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he let us know he had a great yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was cool to um really see him uh that excited about everything. Uh, he was he was overly excited about uh, uh, not overly excited but like just you could see it in his face. He was just excited about everything. I I I wish that uh in years past, you know, I've been so focused on elk and everything. And elk can be a little bit more of a beast obviously because we've been through all the motions there right um i kind of wish that i would have been doing the deer hunt to uh stuff to really get him excited for it because i mean yeah just the excitement you know just the activity you know pretty much at the moment that we saw that first deer and you know he's like oh daddy you know i want yeah i want to go with you you know and he was right right on my tail you know like in the woods and just all i mean just wide-eyed and you know just ready to go you know really wanted to see it get done and and that that was the hardest thing for me you know as 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 dad i had i had joe with me you know and i wanted to you know um i i think i said something in this in in this context to joe on the way home i was like you know i really wanted to get something i mean not only for carter to see the whole process and and you know have that success with him there but also with joe there and i said you know i could just imagine it now just getting something in every every like chance i get you know like or us looking at each other and just giving each other <laughs> high fives or whatever you know as we're processing the deer and yeah. and um you know just that just you know really really uh enjoying those moments with you know my 
my uh, best friend and and my son you know like that's uh can't ask for much more than that so it was really kind of saturday like it was a bittersweet thing we had a great day always love hunting with you joe and everything but it uh it was also it was also kind of bittersweet in the in the sense that we just didn't get successful so yeah but yeah so saturday was was pretty pretty packed um with with excitement a lot of fun um i'll try to fast forward to to uh sunday and i wasn't even 100 percent sure on sunday if i was going to go out um it was kind of optional kind of just tossing it in the air because i had the rest of the week but i had something eat, eating at me about sunday and i'm like you know i just i feel like i owe it to the universe i feel like the universe is like kind of calling me and saying hey don't be messing around. Don't be taking it easy. Just get it done. You know, like, like there was just something t- dragging me out there. And I told my wife, I said, I just feel like if I don't go Sunday, there's going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to struggle because I, because I took Sunday off because I didn't take it serious or something. I, I don't know. It just, it was really eating at me. And uh, it's easy to say that now looking back and everything, but, but I did, I did, I did feel that way. And, um, so I went out Sunday morning, went to the same spot where we saw activity that I pretty much just beelined it straight there. Cause I was like, you know, that's where we saw the most activity on Saturday was right in this area. So I went straight there and I kind of went up on the other side of the road, uh, a lot of scrub oak and stuff, fairly tall scrub oak, but it was, it was, uh, it was, I could see, but it, but it was, there was a lot of good cover for deer too. And I waited and waited and was looking around and glassing and doing, trying to figure, figure something out. And, um, I ended up, I ended up seeing one doe and I got excited and, you know, the heart started pounding. Cause I kind of had, I, I, I had a, I thought I had a shot at it and, uh, I got all ready, put my rifle up, and my rifle, I still don't understand exactly what happened, but it was kind of blurry in my rifle scope, and so I put it down, I kind of looked at my scope, and and I was I was zoomed out to like three or four or whatever power, I think it was three, and I was like, wow, I don't know, and I, I messed with my paradox a little bit, and uh, put it back up, and it was clear again, but that little moment, uh, I lost the deer, and you know where where'd she go <laughs> couldn't find her and uh and i was like man what the heck so i so you know i i lost her i i couldn't i didn't see her again and i don't know if i jumped her i don't know if she saw me moving or i don't know what happened but she was she was gone never did see her again um and so like i said set on on saturday i never been in this particular spot before so I didn't really know the area that well. And so after sitting there a while, I was like, well, I'm just going to walk through this, uh, this thick stuff and kind of make a circle. And then I'll walk back up to the truck. That was my plan. Well, by doing that, I, I popped out onto this, uh, this clearing, this strip of clearing and, uh, and through most of this, I saw a bunch of tracks, same thing as 
Saturday, really, just on the other side of the road. Saw a bunch of signs, saw a bunch of tracks, and so I kind of told myself then, I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to hit this clearing in the afternoon, this afternoon, and and uh, just come in here and set and see what happens. And uh, so I walked out, got back to my truck, and and uh, the rest of the day um, was was not too eventful didn't see a lot of activity uh besides i went up i went up to this one area went all the way to the end of the road and uh, and was looking off the this uh this drop off and uh i actually saw about four doe and a decent sized buck i think he was i think he was a four point they were kind of a ways down there uh, I'd say you know, five, six, seven hundred yards or whatever. Uh, there, there are quite a ways down there, and I couldn't really count the points, but I was thinking it looked like about four point. I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but it looked at least about a four point, decent sized buck. I mean, uh, if I was in a trophy unit, I probably wouldn't shoot it, but if it was just a you know regular buck, just trying to get a buck in or whatever, I I would have went after it for sure. But I was more concerned about the does. Uh, I knew they were down there. Uh, there was, I was trying to figure out where they're, they kind of stayed down there though. And so it was, it was really steep. And I was like, man, for a doe, I just, I just don't really want to expend the effort going all the way down there for a doe. If it, if it was, even for that buck, it'd be questionable if I wanted to go down there for that buck because it was just that far down there and <laughs> and everything was you know straight up and down quarter of a mile to half a mile to the nearest road so you know it it would have just been a lot of work to pack that thing out and so I was like man yeah i I don't know I don't think I'm gonna go down there so I just glassed him for a while watched him bed. Uh, it was really interesting, you know, just kind of watching their behaviors. And uh, they went and bedded down about 1 o'clock, 1.30. But that buck was just right behind. There was, there was like four doe, but he picked one doe that he wanted to yeah. listen to some Marvin Gaye with. And uh, just followed her. You know, they they went side hill and up the hill. And it was it was funny, though, watching them all because then the other the – other, uh, three or four doe followed behind and you know like they would separate like the so the buck and the doe would like separate and they you know it's funny watching that stuff because the the doe looks like it's like get away from me get off of me you know <laughs> right. that's kind of that's kind of the attitude typical guy have. right like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. What you doing? Hey, why are you doing over here exactly <laughs> exactly and um so she was like side hilling and going up and that buck was just, you know, following her pretty much. And uh and then the the the, the other does down they were kind of left down at the bottom and then eventually they're like, "Oh, we better go meet up with them or whatever, you know." And it almost looked like they were like, "Ah, let him let him go find a bedroom or something." You know, <laughs> like that's almost what the attitude was like, "Ah, let them go have their moment." Um they never did though. Uh <laughs> Not while I was glassing anyway. Um, anyways, then eventually they all kind of huddled up in this one spot. They're on the other side of the, the mountain and they all kind of huddled, huddled up in a, in this 
circle and and I watched the buck bed down and and the and then all the all the does uh bedded down eventually and yeah it was kind of fun to watch I just spent some time just doing that you know like I said yeah. it was kind of midday and uh watched them bed and then um I did go up to this other spot uh before before I decided to go over to uh to where I ended back to where I ended up uh that morning I did go to this other spot and did a quick hike. I don't know. It wasn't much of a hike. It was really thick in there. I mean, it was thicker than what we were walking through the day before. So, so, um, I was like, well, this plan ain't quite working out the way. What, what I was kind of thinking was, uh, there was some, there was a little bit of Canyon. It was kind of right above where I saw those other, the, the buck at. And so I was like, well, maybe I see something bedded down in these little, little uh canyons and there it was a little bit there were more shallow canyons i guess but i was like maybe i'll walk out there and see some stuff bedded down or jump something or whatever so i did a little hike around and and i didn't come up with anything so i was like i was like ah forget it i'm just gonna go back to to uh my the my spot you know where i have planned for tonight so i walked out there and and uh or drove over there and then i walked up to the clearing that i wanted to be at and um sat there sat there sat there and you know the doubt's starting to kick in it was still fairly early i mean i still had a couple hours but but i was already there for like 45 minutes to an hour or whatever i i don't know i wasn't really keeping that close a track of time but i was there for a little bit and now i'm glass and glass and nothing's popping out nothing's popping out and um I glass and kind of scan everything right in front of me, and I put down my put down my binos, and uh, I just saw something to the left of me, and this is this is about three thirty, three o'clock, but I'd say between three and three thirty, and uh, I see something right off to the to the uh, left of me, uh, down down over a little bit, but. There's there's uh, scrub oak and and some cedar trees, or a cedar tree I should say, and I could see through it. But um, and and, but I I was kind of I was covered from the tree and the scrub oak, and I could see the doe. And it was really weird because like I wasn't moving, I wasn't making much noise, but I must have just moved enough to catch her attention or something. And I, I actually put my rifle up to her, and I was like, I, I see her. I mean, she's broadside to me. I see her. I could take this shot. But there was scrub oak in my way, and I was really debating it. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, all I need is to blow this up, though, because I don't have a clear shot necessarily. And my bullet hits one of these scrub oaks, and, you know, it flings that bullet off one way or the other what have you and then i you know ruin my chance here so i was like i'm gonna try to get up i'm trying to out outweigh that doe and she's just staring she can't see me but she's staring up at me it's like they have that sixth sense you know where yeah where they just they 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 might not be able to see you i don't even i don't think she even smelt me but they sense me and so i'm i'm slowly trying to stand up you know and and um She's like doing the fake, like, oh, I'll put my head down and eat real quick. And then she pop her head back up and look at me. 
And uh, finally, I was getting impatient at this time, and, and I just saw her. And uh, so I'm like, you know what? I stand all the way up by this point, and she's still – she sees me, but she she's still standing there just trying to figure out what I am. And I'm like, but I got this tree right in front of me that um, I can't get a clear shot unless I walk around it, and she can't really see me. But I'm like, I'm just going to make a move and go around the tree. So I go around the tree, and sure enough, you know, I scare her, and she turns around and starts running. But about that time, as soon as I get around that tree and it, you know, it clears up for me, there's, three, there's two other does there. And so they all run up right to the edge of the, of the, of the, uh, the woods and, uh, or the tree line, whatever you want to say. And two of them are looking directly at me, not giving me a broadside shot, but one is giving me a broadside shot. And so I just, I look at all three of them and I'm like, well, they're all about the same size. So, you know, I, I'm not going to get more meat out of one than the other. And I'm not shooting the yearling, you know, that's the other thing. I was like, I don't want to make a mistake and think that it's a big doe. And then it's, you know, they all three look the same size. So I pull up to the, or I pull my rifle up to the one that, uh, that was broadside and the heart starts pounding, you know, and I'm getting excited. I'm like, Oh, it's going to happen. And, and, uh, long story short or long story longer, rather, um, I pull that trigger and and I just see that doe go down right away and I'm like, oh, I think I got her. But she started twitching and kind of fumbling a little bit and and so I was like, oh man, you know, like, um, I was like, well, I don't want to run right over there because if she's still alive at all, like I don't want her to run away. I don't think I think she died pretty pretty instantly, which I'm I'm glad for, but I think she died pretty instantly. So I. Uh, and actually, you and my wife both did the same thing. So, so she went down, and and so I started gathering up my stuff. I grabbed my phone, I call my wife. She doesn't pick up. I call Joe. He doesn't pick up. Uh, and then simultaneously, uh, I my wife calls me, and I'm telling her, you know, and I'm shaking. I'm so excited. I, I got all these emotions coming through me and everything else, and. And then, uh, you know, I tell her that I got it and everything. And about that time, Joe's, Joe's calling me. And I'm like, well, Joe's calling me back right now. So, so I'll, uh, you know, I'll talk to you later. And I picked up and told Joe. And, and then, yeah, I guess the rest is kind of history. Went and, uh, you know, I gave it time. I made my phone calls because I was like, well, I'll give it a few minutes. Let him know that I got it and everything. And give it some time to make sure that it expires and everything. And right and uh like i said i think she died instantly but but um regardless i gave it some time and talked to joe talked to my wife and you know it was all excited and i don't even know i don't even know what i was saying or i I don't know i was so excited though and and uh yeah so ended up getting it and and um I guess the rest is history, man. I got my, yeah. I got my doe. You know, I got, I got, an, I got an animal and filled that um, tag. Filled that tag. You know, it's been, it's been a, it's been a struggle to say the least. But I feel like we broke the old uh, curse, the old struggling hunters curse. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still excited about it. 
had the heart last night. Uh, yeah, just just excited. Getting ready. I'm gonna. Uh, we're cutting up the meat ourselves, so uh, gonna do that tomorrow night. Yeah, well, that's cool. Like it's one of those things. Like it's, you know, we we joke about wanting to get something, and we always this year especially we had more more opportunities in years past and uh but you know just trying to close that that deal and especially on a bigger game like it's it's a accomplishment (laughs) yeah yeah man it's it's been a lot of it's been a lot of work i think i think me and you both we've kind of like learned so much this last couple years and you know doing this podcast i mean i mean yeah you know like we wanted to do a podcast and like you know have people follow us and stuff but but man there's there's kind of a point of it where um i i mean i feel like it helped us more than than we realized too just talking about it and keeping it in our heads and you know always thinking of hunting and you know um it, it's just weird how that works you know i i really never really thought cuz i'm going back on what you just said i just feel like um we put ourselves in better opportunities this last year just because we've kind of worked on it for so long. And uh, we, with both of our elk seasons, we, we, we didn't necessarily put an elk in the freezer, but we, we, we got closer on a few opportunities than we ever had before. And just all the, all the things that, you know, how it all worked out. And, yeah. um, I mean, heck yeah. You know, I, I, I do wonder um, I do wonder if I had a buck tag if I would have saw the bucks, but I mean, you know, we we saw we saw a few bucks, you know, right. a couple or well, we or you you saw the one, but then I saw the other one the next day, and I'm like, man, if I had a buck tag, I could probably feel that, you know, but <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just a it was just a uh, really really. Uh, fun filled uh weekend and and uh, a lot of success or you know i got some success and right I don't know, i'm just so grateful for it and man the emotions i know it's, i know you know some people listen to this are like it calm down homie it's just a just a doe but um i don't know it meant a lot to me so right well it's, it's just one of those things too like you know it, that respect that we give to hunting it's you know it's as much as we'd like to have a big buck on the ground it's you know still you know we're doing it feed the family and and the experience and like you know giving it the respect like yeah so it's going to be it's going to have emotion because of the respect that we give it yeah 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 that's that's the thing man like just you know, uh, I, I, I think, I mean, it signified a lot of things, you know, I was, I was so excited for this podcast. I mean, I, you know, (laughs) I, I I mean, I can't help it, but be excited for this podcast, but, but most importantly, yeah. I mean, I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is what I've been trying to tell my wife for the, well, we've been hunting pretty steady for like five years. Um, you know, and I, I kept telling her every year I went out, I'm like, well, I'm doing it for the family. I'm doing it for the family, you know, and, and uh, you know, I really want to get us some meat. And, 
and uh it was all genuine but man you know keep coming coming back home after every hunt season and not getting anything i'm like right i'm like no i swear i'm trying to do it for the family like this i'm not messing around you know and to finally be able to feel that and 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 feel that tag but also feel the um uh you know uh that that goal to right to meet that goal oh man just like so so much pressure off my shoulders and i really do get to feed my family and we're not you know buying beef and chicken every every payday and all that so there's a lot i don't know man it's it really signifies a lot and i mean i i don't know i feel like i'm kind of rambling on about it but it just it does man it feels no, really good and i was sitting there trying to think like kind of how to how to help put that in their perspective too but like you know it's you kind of go out hunting and wanting to fill the tag it's kind of a funny thing because there's a lot that goes into filling that tag um for one being where the deer are the elk are and then to staying at it even though it's it gets tough and uh and you know doing that year after year trying to learn and you know, like you use the word, uh, having that goal of filling the tag. And when we set goals, we're wanting to accomplish those goals. And, and when, and when you come home with an empty tag every year and you, and, you know, and you tell people, Oh yeah, I'm really out there hunting, but you don't, you know, it, you don't fill that tag. And they're like, Oh, are you really? It's been how many years now? Yeah. <laughs> But then on top of that, too, you put that goal of uh, filling that tag and you can't check that box as completed. You know, like, yeah, you check the box. I got up early. I, you know, I put X amount of miles in the woods and and check all these other boxes. Your kind of goals you're doing to maybe to to fulfill that goal of filling your tag. But at the end of every year that you don't fill a tag, you're you in a way didn't accomplish that goal so yeah it's it's you know <laughs> kind of hard oh yeah yeah it's uh yeah there's a lot of there's there's a lot of emotion behind it i mean like you said sitting there trying to tell people no i'm really working at it man <laughs> I, I i'm telling you i know that the success the 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 success percentages aren't very high but um man i'm putting in the work and just ain't quite panning out for me and i mean just you know to finally have it pan out it's just like you know it's kind of like see told you <laughs> right <laughs> boom take that <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's more of a self-accomplishment than anything right. but it is a little bit of that too because i mean i just know how much work me and you both have put into it and trying to get better and you know um every time we've went home empty-handed i mean we you know, start. I'm mean, I probably what a lot of people do. You know, start watching the YouTube channels, the reading the magazines and uh, podcasts, and just whatever information to be like, where did I mess up at? You know, where did I get it wrong at? And and then and then us doing a podcast, and then you know, trying to uh, take what we've learned and try to spread that through our little platform and and stuff i mean it just 
Yeah, we just put in the work. I that's all I could say is, I mean, we're struggling hunters, but we put in the work and 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 you know it finally paid off. And um, and right. I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that um, I think that it's the beginning of of you know something where where hopefully our success rates get a little higher and we can actually start calling ourselves you know decent hunters or <laughs> okay hunters or something i don't know right <laughs> but we can actually start living through the passion you know i mean the whole i don't know i mean you guys have heard us say it before but the whole reason we started this is because we have a passion for hunting and we just wanted to talk about it and have fun and if we could gain a few uh few people to follow and you know say yeah you know i like these guys and their stories and their passion for hunting you know that was great and um yeah so i mean you know and 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 the success along the way but it's so much better so much better to be doing this and having a little bit of success you know so true very true and you had your success though last year with the turkey and i I missed out so so it's kind of one of those things where i know it's not quite the the deer but or or an elk but right but uh but we're we're both finally successful on the channel, so right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, all good vibes, man. All, all good. Correct. All good things, and you know, for everybody, if you're still listening to this point, I don't even know how long we've been going on for a little while. I think. Um, look, if you're still listening. You know, thanks for hanging in there with us all this time and waiting for us to tell a story of how we're <laughs> how we're successful or or whatnot. You know, um, really appreciate you for for sticking with us and doing the thing. So, um, do you have any closing thoughts, Joe? I feel like we've been on here for a little, for a minute. Yeah, we're just over an hour. Um, oh, okay. Uh, just you know, yeah. Just I just want to end with. Uh, you know, how fun it is to be able to check off a goal. And, and I just, I, the one thing that's been impressed upon my mind too, is just uh, how we were going through our day and not, not that we had a bad day Saturday together. Like, you know, we always enjoy the woods, but just how much, you know, like Carter had that great day. I, I just, you know, it's just one of those two different perspectives, you know, his, what his, I don't know what his goals were for the day, but whatever they were, they've they were better than what he expected to even though we didn't get anything but uh oh yeah just that whole side of things you know like it it may not be fun for you but at least maybe someone someone's having fun oh yeah i mean that kid had a smile on his face from (laughs) ear to ear and he was so happy i'll tell you what he wasn't there with me like you know obviously but whenever i got a chance to talk to him on the phone and everything i mean he was so excited when we went and hung the deer up. You know, he was out there the whole time, just watching the whole process. <laughs> and uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if he'd be a little deterred from it or not. Right. But he was, he was right there, just real in, interested in the whole, the whole huh. process. So, um, yeah, that kid's pretty excited. Oh, and he had, he had the heart with with me too. Well, with me and me and the wife, um, we cooked that up last uh-huh. night and. And, um, you know, he was like, he, he was like, you know, he was like, yeah, it's okay. 
Uh, he took he took some to school though. He said he was going <laughs> to take some to school and eat it for lunch. So, mm. so he liked it enough to eat it, but he was like, you know, eh, you know, not my favorite, <laughs> but all it's edible. So yeah, so he had the heart and and uh, um, yeah. So I was pretty proud of him for for having that, and you know. <laughs> I think I think he's going to grow to be a pretty good hunter. I think he'll be a better hunter than I am, and and really, that's all I ask, you know. On right. another, I don't want to go on for too much longer, but, uh, you know, on another side of of me doing this, I feel like hunting, you know, in this in this crazy world we live in, and not to get too political and stuff, just you know, the hunting community is kind of picked on in a way you know we we're uh we're a big community but we're like two or three percent of of the uh world's population which in numbers i mean you know there's a couple million of us or whatever i mean we're there's quite a bit of us but whenever it's as a whole uh it's you know not i mean two percent or three percent it might be a little bit more than that. Don't, I mean, don't quote me on my percentages, but I know, I know like on a, on a world scale or whatever, it's, it's kind of a small percentage. Um, and with that said, like we get picked on a little bit. And, and one thing that I wanted to be an ex, an, another voice for hunting and do a podcast and, and stuff was, was for the generations coming up, man. I, I just, you know, I look back on how we were raised and, and the, the um, lifestyle that we lived in and how, you know, one thing about us is we were all fairly down to earth people. You know, we, we had a little bit of interaction with, with, uh, with the woods and, and life and the circle of life. And, and I think whenever you have that kind of perspective in life, you uh, see things for, for what they are. And, you know, you're not confused by things like gender and stuff. So, um, that's really why I do, you know, trying, like I said, I'm trying not to be political, but what I'm trying to throw out there is, is part of the reason to do this is for that younger generation to, uh, come up and, 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 you know, whatever part that plays in, we don't get too political about it, but just to have that younger generation, uh, try to grow that, that younger generation's, uh, interest in the outdoors and woods and and uh hunting it, because i could see where in a hundred years hunting is going to be a thing of the past and i just think it's a shame if that happens so the more we can do now to keep it going the be- the better off everything will be i think so that's kind of my closing thoughts i guess uh do you got anything to add to that joe or no nope, i'm good all right well that was kind of a long-winded little rant that i had there at the end but um you started the podcast so i'll kind of get us out of here guys thanks for listening to this long-winded podcast uh you know i'm just excited about the success i'm excited joe thanks for you know being with me on saturday and being with me every step of the way and you know um kind of kind of helping me keep my head up whenever i needed the you know it really means a lot man uh you know, you, you kind of helped me keep my head up whenever I was at my lowest points and and uh, just really appreciate everything you've done, you know, um, all these years. And and uh, uh, to all the listeners, you know, thanks for all your support. Thanks for everything. 
Remember to give us a share. You know, it helps us grow. Give us a like. Helps us grow. Um, you know, spread the word about us. If not, if you don't want to do all that, at least leave a comment and, uh, you know, say congratulations or something cool like that. Uh, with that said, we're out. Bye. Oh.